Famcast Media. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the chocolate star candy and the It's a podcast. And welcome to episode seven of the Chocolate Starcast. I'm your host, D Rotten, along with the main man, Scribbellini. I'm in the house, bitch. You know, we're 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 missing we're missing one person today. Uh Hector's MIA for two days. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You know, he's. I mean, and he shouldn't be surprised if he listens back to the podcast because we told him. You you know, he's not going to listen back. Yeah, he don't listen to fucking podcast. That was just that was being too nice to him, bro. The the motherfucker, the last episode, the motherfucker, all he contributed was uh, that's it. That's because he was smoking the fucking plastic and shit. He was a little. You know, yeah, the motherfucker, the motherfucker smokes wax. Yeah, before we even start the show, it's like, yo, you have to fucking start smoking the wax halfway through the show. That way, by the time the show is about to be over, then you're fucking toast. Exactly, but you know what, man? Enough about trash and heck. Let's talk about some good news, bro. So your album dropped. Yeah, bitch. Your album dropped, man. How's how's the fucking numbers? Fucking good, bro. This is uh, uh. This is doing better than anything I've ever released within the first week. So really, yeah, the new album is Black Eyed Children. Uh, we got features from Chris Barnes of Six Feet Under, Marcos Curiel of P.O.D., Self Titled, The R.O.C., Mr. Dibs of Rhyme Sayers. Uh, just a bunch of dope fucking features, and uh, yeah, it's out now. So go cop that. Where can everybody get it from? Everywhere, everywhere you fucking download your fucking music, go get it. Everywhere, word up, bro. Word up, man. Through Hell Patrol, Sony Music. All right, everybody, go out there and get it. I cop mine, bro. First day. Excuse me, meeting peanuts. But yo, the album is fucking dope, and the best track on the whole album is Vampire Tactics. Really? Do you really think that? Yeah. Thank you, bro. See the one rock song I did, of course. Fucking <laughs> yeah, man, I love that's uh, so Vampire Tactics. That's Marcos from POD on guitar, just fucking beautiful guitar playing. Scott Von Helt, who was actually Head's guitar player when Head had his solo band, mm-hmm. and he's from a band called Karai with uh, Ryan from Mudvayne. I asked- he did a go ahead. He- he played bass, so that's Scott Von Held. He played bass and sang the hook. And then uh, my Uncle Abel played live drums on that bitch, and I fucking love the way the, the drums sound on that motherfucker. And if nobody out there knows who Ready, Willing, and Able is, he was actually the drum tech that uh, filled in for fucking Corn when uh, fucking uh, Ray had to go, uh, you know, be with his wife when she was having her baby, and that's all on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, g- uh, go on YouTube and type in Corn Pot of Gold Festival, and uh, you'll see my uncle fucking killing it. Killed it. He did, he did a fucking, what was that, like an hour and a half set, man. 
Yeah, man. And if you go to the comments, everyone's like, fuck, man. Like, I can't believe this. Like, this is like the OG corn sound. I mean, I like, yeah, get Abel in there. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you think about it, bro, that was like a dream come true, you know? Yeah. And, and he, he, he killed it. And he's also the, he is also uh, was the drum tech for seven dust and uh limp biscuit. Yeah. He's the drum tech for, uh, he was the drum tech primarily for corn, uh, for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went to, uh, seven dust for a little bit, uh, limp biscuit. And now I believe he's with faith no more. Oh man. So he's going to be throwing with corn anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be crazy, bro. He's always corn family, you know? That's funny, man. You know, well, yeah, they're doing that whole big tour with fucking Faith No More, Corn, Helmet, and I think one more band. I'm not sure what band it is. That was the band that I mentioned on the last episode who I was fucking with, Helmet. Oh, really? Yeah. So I listened to Helmet because a lot of new metal bands were influenced by Helmet. I hear yeah. that name a lot. So I listened to that shit. I'm like, damn, fucking Helmet kicks ass. Yeah, not true, man. There's a lot of a lot of ripped off riffs from Helmet, bro. A lot of ripped off riffs. Yeah, man. We want that fucking heavy tune. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know the technical terms that fucking. I don't know if they were detuning or what the fuck, but no, they had I, that. Same. They were they were drop detuning, bro. Back in the day when nobody was drop detuning. Actually, well, the only other band that was drop detuning really was like Soundgarden and stuff, you know. But I mean, yeah, they were drop detuning. Yeah, Chris Cornell and fucking. Uh, Kim Tile was uh they were actually doing that shit back then. Yeah, Chris, real quick, Chris Cornell was the greatest American or the greatest rock and roll singer of the last like thirty years, in my opinion. Yeah, like no. as, far, as far as no. a singer, singer like Robert Plant style, like yeah. he was the fucking Robert Plant of the last twenty years. No, no, definitely, 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 bro. I, I agree with you a hundred thousand percent. You know. And, um, and, and also too, like to give a, you know, a, a shout out, bro. We lost, we lost one of our homies today. Oh, uh, well not today, but, uh, we lost one of our homies on, uh, the 29th, uh, yeah. Ryan Demarest, AKA Ryan D, uh, host of hit the mics and, uh, one of the co-hosts of Humcast, you know, now uh, remain, yeah, um, that was fucking hard to hear, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you, I mean, you, you grew up with him. I mean, well around them, you know? Yeah. Ryan was a fucking good dude, man, and he was fucking. I'm glad that I supported him while he was still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he was a fucking. I believe if you if he would have had two, three more years, he would have been uh like fully making a living as stand up comedy because he was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think he would have been fucking real famous, dude. You know, yeah, man, and his podcast was great. You know, he was just an interesting guy to listen to. You know what I mean? And uh, my heart goes out to Matt and and Lauren and everybody. Yeah, you know that that was fucking, and it was so unexpected. It's like what? Like I never yeah. ever that that shit never even crossed my mind. You know, you got some friends you're like, oh yeah, if they die early, you know, yeah, of course. But man. Ryan, bro, that never, that shit never even crossed my mind, man. So rest man. in peace to Ryan, man. Fuck. Oh, R.I.P. Ryan, Ryan D, bro. You know, they are, they're going to, um, we never got to have him on the podcast, man. That fucking sucks, no. man. Because and, he and, was into biscuit. And you know, you know, it's fucking crazy too, man. That I never, cool, I never, great fun fucking episode, man. I never know he was into the biscuit. Yeah. Well, oh, he, 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 he'll make fun of him, but he's a comedian. You yeah. Know? So. But he was, dude, 
Julian, uh, their oldest brother, and yeah. Brian, like they owned Significant Other when that shit came out. Like they were fucking huge into Limp Bizkit. Oh shit. Yeah, that, man. They fucking... were skateboarders, bro. They were skaters. Yeah, that's dope. I never knew that, man. I never knew that, man. Yeah, so that fucking, you know, fuck, yeah. man. I was actually gonna I was oh man, a, a week before it happened, I was I called him up and I was gonna have him on the from the dungeon podcast to uh help me co-host the uh talk through of the thrashing fucking uh movie but right he said he was on his way out the door to go to work and shit man so i was like i was like fuck you know i was like that was the one dude i wanted to do the show with me and shit you know because i knew he liked skateboarding luckily man ryan recorded so much yeah first of all so many clips of like funny shit that uh you could just go back and watch his Instagram and watch like his fucking hilarious videos and shit. And, you know, thank God he put down a comedy album. You know what I mean? So we yeah. always have that, you know, and he did hundreds of podcasts. So we could always go back and hear Ryan's voice. And oh, that's cool. I, I've been watching his podcast, bro, for the past couple of days. Anything he's on now, I've been watching like I didn't even know he was doing like he was uh he, he was like co-hosting another podcast with uh from uh with the podcast was called Robert Land, and it was all about fucking amusement parks. I didn't know he was co-hosting that shit. Wow, I didn't know about that either. Yeah, so but he was also, he was also helping uh that that older guy. Oh yeah, fucking he was doing uh he was also uh producing uh yeah he was a fucking producer of podcasts. He was producing fucking uh what's your deal with Doug Gleason? And Doug Gleason, that guy is fucking fucking hilarious yeah man oh that dude was fucking man i was supposed to be on that show man i cried dude oh man bro i I called up fucking uh high as hell once man and i was like yo i gotta be on that fucking show with doug you know and it was in the works man it was in the fucking works i was gonna make this is this is getting me really sad bro this is fucking yeah man but you know what dedicate this fucking this show to ryan ryan d bro ryan demers man fuck man this is for you ryan I mean, for what, whatever that means, you know, like yeah. <laughs> maybe, you know what? Let's dedicate the significant other episode to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, you know, I'm at fuck it, man. I'm going to keep fucking chucking, bro, for the homie, man. You know? Hell yeah. Famcast media forever. Yeah, man. You know, but uh, <laughs> let the old man, you're getting a lot of love with those beefs, man. You never turn off your notifications, bro, when we do the podcast. God damn it. Yeah, man, hope, hopefully you get that internet, man, and we can actually do the shit from the fucking computer, <laughs> and you have yeah, your phone separate. Let, to let the audience in a little bit, uh, we do these podcasts over StreamYard, yeah. and uh, and this motherfucker sent me a, a camera for the computer, and I got a fucking professional mic, obviously I'm a rapper, and so we were fucking with that last week, and we figured out that my shit sounds so much better when I fucking have that camera and the fucking the proper mic and shit yeah, instead sounds- of just doing it over the phone. So I'm gonna get internet, my own internet. I'm just using the neighbor's Wi-Fi because I'm a cheap fuck. Yeah, I'm just worried about because I know you like smoking cigarettes and shit, bro. And I'm like, damn, he, how's he gonna go outside? He can't bring the fucking computer outside. Cigarettes. What are you talking about, bro? I don't. Need, I haven't smoked a cigarette in five years. That's what fucking you don't guys don't see what's in his hand right now. My friend, this is a joint made to look like a cigarette. Oh, t- ah. t- hey, man, if I was stupid, I'd believe that, bro. <laughs> 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 but yeah, let's get into this, man. Let's get into this fucking. Uh... 
Let's get into this. We're going to do today uh, Limp Biscuits OzFest 1998. And this was, re- this was recorded off the board from, yeah, the, from, from OzFest at Homer, New Jersey. Wow, right in your hometown, huh? Yeah, yeah hometown, home state, not hometown, homie. Be careful, um, bro. You know what I mean? Fucking Jersey's the asshole of the East Coast anyway. Nah, we're the face of the East Coast. If you look at it, it's a face. <laughs> F- Florida's <laughs> the ass. The face in the dirty ass. <laughs> Florida's the ass, bro. But yeah, we yeah, got this. This I can honestly say I've never heard this before. I mean, so it's 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 uh well technically it's eleven tracks. Uh, we got uh the entrance music. Now hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. We don't have to. We'll we'll just you know as we get to the tracks you can name them. All right, but. You like to order. You like to have all the physical shit. Now you bought this. You bought the actual CD for this. So yeah, so. I, I got this from um from Bleaker uh, from Bleaker Bob's, and uh, I think it's Bleaker Bob's in New York City. They were selling stuff on eBay. Okay, uh, can you describe a little bit? Like, is there you got it right there with you? Is yeah. there a booklet? Yeah, the, well, the booklet's just fucking pictures of them. You know, like like promo pictures. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, the CD is a not-for-sale promotional copy CD. So the oh, only way you can get this CD is if you were at the OzFest itself. Wow, that's fucking dope. That's insane, bro. We're, like, traveling through time right now. Exactly, bro. I mean, I guess the whole podcast is traveling through time, right? Yeah, man, kind of like that Honeymooners podcast we've been listening to. Dude, we got to rebrand the podcast. It's now called the Biscuit Time Machine, dude. The fucking biscuit time machine. That's the new podcast. Quit shoving your mouth full of shit and laughing my joke. <laughs> hey, that scribble boy. <laughs> hey, the Ralphie boy. <laughs> By the way, I want to give a quick shout out because we know there's a huge Limp Biscuit Honeymooners uh, crossover fan base here. <laughs> Big shout out to the Honeymooners fucking podcast. If yeah. anybody here is listening, and as a fan of the old show, The Honeymooners, go check out The Honeymooners podcast with, uh, what are their fucking names? Ralph Fats? Or, or who uh, is it? Do you remember? Nah. Hold on one second. I'll look it up right now. Just check out The Honey, search The Honeymooners podcast. It's a great fucking podcast. It's two dudes in Jersey, and they're just fucking, they're Honeymooner fanatics. They're DEFCON 3. Yeah, Joe Conti and uh, Louis Fats. Yo, got the A. Louis Fat. Yeah, they're from, <laughs> they're from Clifton, New Jersey, bro. Clifton, New Jersey, man. Shout out Clifton, New Jersey in the house. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start this off? Yo, let's fucking start this motherfucker, Limp Biscuit, live at OzFest 1998, I believe. You know what? Can you pull up real quick? Can you pull up who the fuck was on OzFest 98? Or does it say? Uh, I'll pull it up right now. Hold on one second, man. Give me one second here. Let me see. Uh, I, believe, I believe Megadeth was on OzFest 98, or that could be 97. But this is um, right where, where OzFest started being all bands for the most part. All right, we got a, uh, okay. Well, it says United Kingdom lineup. Okay, United States lineup. Uh, it was our uh, main stage. You had Ozzy, you had Tool, you had Tool, you had Megadeth, you had Limp Biscuit, Soulfly, Seven Dust, and Cold Chamber. 
God damn, dude. Wait, Sep- hold on. Let's dissect that for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's that's is that uh main stage? That's main stage. You got Cold Chamber, Seven Dust, Soulfly, Limp Biscuit, Megadeth, Tool, and Ozzy Osbourne. Wow, so Biscuit was opening for Megadeth. Yep. That's fucking dope, dude. What this is almost my dream lineup. Lineup. Seven Dust is on there, yep. and Cold Chamber is opening for Seven Dust. That seems. Uh, but you know what? Dude? Cold Chamber had to have had a gold or platinum record, right? Well, that was um. Well, Os- well, well, Cold Chamber actually, uh, they 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 uh, they made it to the second. They used to be on the first stage, bro. But then their album started selling well, so the, you know, they went to this. They went to the second stage. Well, the main stage. Wait, their album started selling well, so they had to go from first to second stage. That doesn't sound right at all. Well, no, when they when they first started Ozfest, their album wasn't out yet. But remember, they're ma- they're managed by well, Sharon Oz. They, they started on the second stage, and yeah. then uh, their album started selling on Ozfest, so they made it to the first stage. Yeah, the year after the, the next stage. the next year. So this is not the first Ozfest. This is the second, like the second Ozfest or the third well, Ozfest. Yeah, this is the third, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and remember, they're ma- they're uh, they're managed by Sharon Osbourne too. Right, right. So far, who else was on there? Fucking uh, Cold right. Chamber, obviously. I would, I would have liked to see. I, I bag on him a lot, but well, you got, you got to hear, you got to hear who's on the second stage. All right, let's hear it. Second stage is uh, a band called Temple, uh, Monster Voodoo Machine. Uh, so why does that sound familiar? Whose fucking band was that? I don't know. Monster Voodoo. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, Kilgore. Life of Agony. Okay. Ultra Spank. Snot. What was was the monster one? Oh, Monster Voodoo Machine. I feel like that's definitely like an Al Jorgensen. Should have been an Al Jorgensen band. Maybe. So we got (laughs) a member Kilgore, Life of Agony, Ultra Spank, Snot, Incubus, The Melvins. What system of a down? <laughs> and now dig this. Guess who was the headliner of the second stage? I don't know. Motorhead. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> what a killer fucking lineup. This man, Ozfest '98 sounds like it might have been the best Ozfest. Yeah, man. God damn. I mean, that was only the American tour. You want to hear what the European tour was? The European yeah, lineup. It was a bunch of fucking death metal bands. All right, the, <laughs> the European lineup. Uh, fucking second stage was pitch shifter. Oh, garbage. Entombed. Oh, fucking, uh, not garbage, but respected. Head PE. Wow. Okay. Shout out Jared. Human waste project. Eh, okay. Uh, life of agony. Great. And cold chamber. Wow. Now the main stage corn canceled. It was supposed to be on this tour. So they got the band called Therapy to replace Corn. Oh, uh, is that Therapy with a question mark at the yes. end? Yes. Fucking hate them. You got Fear Factory. Ooh, fucking you, smoking. You got Slayer. Okay, we're we're talking uh, Diabolus and Music uh, Slayer, so S- new metal Slayer. Okay. Soulfly. Hell yeah. Pantera. Oh my God! What? The Foo Fighters. Oh, God. I just threw up a little. Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. 
Wow. And black, real Black Sabbath with Bill Ward, not this fucking bullshit. Yes. Wow, dude. Holy fucking shit. Tits. I can't believe the Foo Fighters were on the Ozfest. God, that's fucking weird, man. The Foo Fighters. Damn. See, after all, but after all those bands, bro, that you just listed and Megadeth and all that shit. Yeah. And fucking, like, I hear Ozzy, I go, eh. But then you say Sabbath, I go, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly, bro. I'm like, yo, that was probably, that was when they were first starting to, you know, like, you know, to make their little, the little rounds around his Black Sabbath in Europe, you know? I think they first did that in like 94, 95, because I have the DVD, um, the Sabbath Live DVD. Well, Oz, well, Black Sabbath also was on the 97 Ozfest. Yeah. Yeah, they were on the 97 Ozfest uh, main stage. And you know what the fucking real shitty thing about this DVD is? The Black Sabbath, it's called Reunion. Uh huh. Yes, Scribble. It's called. And then there's no way to get around it. Wait, now you you cut out there after you said reunion. Uh, Okay, so I got Black Sabbath reunion on DVD, right? And the shitty thing about it is right when you get every song, you get to the middle of the song and they cut for a fucking five minute interview with someone for Black Sabbath or a producer. I love that shit. shit. I love that shit. No, but but you're trying to. Why can't that be like a bonus feature? And so it's all you. True. True. Oh, man. We lost Scribblini. We lost a scribble. Where's he at? Coming back. Don't worry about it, bro. There he goes. God, he's, he's God back. damn it. Damn. I, ain't, I ain't even gone outside yet. That, that, that cable, uh, that, that internet thing sounds more sweet now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna you get know? the internet. Quit fucking get off my ass about it. <laughs> oh, this is okay. I will leave you alone with cigarettes. God damn it. Um. Anyway, it fucking sucks. It should have been like a special feature. I, I love fucking interviews and documentary style shit. Yeah. But the whole fucking you you get the DVD expecting the concert, and it's fucking every song they cut for five for a five minute interview. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to Limp Bizkit. Well, let's get it. in it, bro. Let's get in, it, man. This is uh. This is uh, the entrance theme song. Now, you know, Limp Biscuit is about their fucking entrance theme songs, man. And they always yeah. pick some fucking whacked out of their mind like you would never think of. Now, mind you, this is when they were coming out of the toilet bowl. Yeah, well, yeah. Fred was coming out of the toilet bowl. Well, you know what? If everyone's going to call you a fucking say your shit or you're a piece of shit, you might as well fucking shove it in their fucking face and make them smell the shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I saw them when they came out of the spaceship, you know, but I mean, I would have loved to have seen them come out of the toilet bowl. Both are fucking super dope, dude. Coming out of a big shitter or coming out of the, the fucking spaceship with all the fucking lighting. Dude, that yeah, man. Fucking but here we go, bro. This is uh, this is the entrance song right here. Oh. Up, up, up. You know what I didn't do. You know what I didn't do. Oh. Shut up. It's the guy at Sony. Oh. Make the fucking CDs, man. I want to buy one already. You're telling me to send him another uh, radio edit because we're going to get play on in Philly again. God damn it. Yeah, man. Be like, yo, man, I'm doing my Limp Biscuit podcast here. What are you bothering me for? With money talk. Yeah, hold on. I only have five minutes to submit it. Hold on. All right, but here we go, man. This is uh, the entrance theme song right here. It's only 35 seconds. All right. 
What the fuck, man? Oh, this fucking... I hate this fucking thing. I don't know why this shit does this. Let me see. We're the greatest fucking podcast in the world. Go right into pollution. All right. now bro all right i guess i can't plug in fucking earphones to my phone what the fuck <laughs> i mean you got a mic on those things no you gotta have a mic on the headphones bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm what? a rapper i should know this shit, man right? but yeah no i mean um, i asked you what what do you think what do you think of that? i mean i mean and well it's the first album tour and i mean their sound was always rough yeah you know but i mean the energy was there you know, I, I could picture the place fucking, you know, going crazy and shit, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, hey, man, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm with the biscuit, man. I would have probably got my ass kicked in that pit. Um, so, first off, I liked what, I liked the intro, what Wes was doing on the fucking guitar that just making it sound like a bunch of scratching. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard him do that. I mean, I know he does it a tiny little bit for the intro most times, but that was like an extended, that went on for like five, eight seconds. 
I mean, that's basically you're I've taking that's, for that long. That's basically taking the guitar pick and just rubbing it against the strings. You know, scribble. It's faded out again. Oh man, scribble spitting out mad skills, bro. Fading out on us, man. Well, while scribble's trying to fucking uh, figure out, you know, has come back. Here he goes. Is the kizzy back? All right. You know what? I just realized I'm gonna just turn my Wi-Fi off and use my fucking straight up data, so it doesn't fucking do that no more. Well, there you go, sunshine. It's always sunshine and the beach. Okay, so I was saying, uh, where did I leave off? Oh, you were talking about how uh, you liked the way uh, Wes was uh, scratching on the strings. Yeah, that just sounded sick. Um, Fred sounded Fred sounded like this was like uh, uh, stop number twenty on a thirty stop tour. Yeah, you know? yeah. We don't know what we don't know what how many, like what day does Ozfest is like how many Ozfest they already played and shit. You know. Well, it's definitely it's it's got to be the middle of the fucking tour because they no one starts a tour in Jersey or ends a tour in Jersey. No, nah, this is <laughs> I I mean I mean they they might have probably started in California, loop over to Jersey, then loop their way back. You I know? mean that doesn't. I mean you know, yeah. I mean who knows. <laughs> Well, I well I know uh, I know fucking uh like the Ozfest they didn't want to do that many fucking dates on the early ones because you know money and all that shit. You know they were they were they didn't want to pull out you know push out because the of what? Well, well, Sharon, you know they didn't want to spend all that money on like you know like you know the big fucking you know tours, so they were trying to budget everything. I mean on Ozfest later no, on, I think that was maybe the first. Yeah, but, dude. I, but dude, by '98, Ozfest is fucking huge. Yeah, I know the first Ozfest was maybe like what ten dates, fifteen dates, not even. Yeah, yeah. By the set, and that was a huge success. So then it started building. By the third one, we're by '98, we're fucking yeah we're peaking I, here. I know, I know. The what was it by like like the first one they made a DVD, well a VHS. The sec and the second one they made was like two thousand. So yeah, they must have been pumping the fucking money. Yeah, uh, but musically it sounded great. Fred sounds fucking tired, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's decent. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's. I still say it's the first album tour. You know, the first album was always a little, you know, iffy with. Well, me. it is because Significant Other's not out yet. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, they don't have the big production, you know, and all that shit. You know, the, he don't have somebody yeah. back there backstage rubbing his vocal cords and giving him tea with honey and shit. yeah Yeah, seriously bro you know like fucking having a fucking air purifier in his room and stuff you know (laughs) yeah this ain't fucking results may vary era yet yeah seriously bro but (laughs) the next one is uh leech man we'll get into leech right now bro holy shit okay yep you motherfuckers having a good time yeah It's an honor to be on the fucking Ozfest. We're Limp Bizkit. And we're coming to you straight from the fucking sewer. I am a piece of shit. And my fucking band is a piece of shit. So all you motherfuckers kiss my ass. This song is called Leech. (laughs) 
Come on, bitch. Feel it. Feel it. Think yeah, uh, yo, you gotta go to the fucking the screen section. You screen? gotta go to the scream section. All right, all right, we'll go. We'll get to, okay. We'll go back. We'll go back. Here we go. Here we go. Don't worry about the help fucking, the breakdown. Okay, it's like a hit. Lost you out of friend. Just a shame that you're coming around again. But I'd really love to take you out of job. Lost. Said I think I'm with the bubble. Someone with the chorus. And I really shouldn't have to bed. The big mistake is with your mom and daddy. Hit the bed. All you see. Pocket that picture. So I'll play the scratch. Try to grab your dead. Stop sticking around. Stop sticking around. Stop sticking around. Stop sticking around. Where's my fucking shotgun? <laughs> oh my god. Motherfucker. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was better than the album version. Holy shit. Where's my shotgun? It's like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, that scream was yo, so that scream was more intense than the album version from three dollars. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. That sounded amazing. Holy shit. I think you might have But I will say, uh what? I said I think you might have to take back bro fucking his uh his vocals were a little fucking you know, maybe he went backstage and got a little bit of tea. Yeah, bro. What the fuck? But I will say uh uh John Otto kind of fucked up the beginning. Like he was off beat a little bit. It was it just just sounded weird and then he got into the groove, but yeah, no. that was fucking incredible. I still think Lethal's doing a little little bit too many scratches, but it might be the mix from the board, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that shit was fucking dope. What we got? Uh, next song is uh, their cover song from Ministry Thieves. There we go. 
I get a big fuck you! Well, fuck you too. How many of you fucking crazy ass motherfuckers up here in Jersey like ministry? That's bullshit. You motherfuckers don't like ministry? Fuck you, buddy. Let's get this place rocking. Come on! Life of agony! Come on, bitch! the motherfuckers in the back oh man here we go hey I got three of them what the fuck hold on I don't worry but I got it uh where'd he go oh my lord man this guy this guy pops up more than fucking Santa Claus does man on Christmas but yeah, that was Steve's man. That was actually uh, that was track four, and um, yeah, not a bad, not a bad track, not a bad track. I mean, I've heard him do it better, but I mean, maybe, maybe this was like you know their first time doing it and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, actually, um, you know, it's funny though on um, on uh, what is it Woodstock? A lot of people thought that that was a Limp Biscuit original. Yeah, which is crazy, you know, to think about that. But I mean, well, you, you noticed because uh, this is Ozfest. Mm-hmm. It seems like Limp Biscuit are bringing all the heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, we're gonna bring the firepower. This is Ozfest. It's a bunch of real metalheads. I never really liked Wes's guitar tone back then, though, man. Because it was real dirty. I never liked it so when it was real. raw as fuck. It's raw though, man. I'm like, but I'm like, I liked significant other and you know, fucking chocolate, fucking you know, tone. That's just- yeah. I mean, they're all great, but it's, it's just they're all, dude. If you think about the difference in tone between 
fucking uh, $3 and significant and chocolate, they're yeah. all totally different tones. Well, I don't know, man. Significant and chocolate are kind of close. Not really, dude. Because West to me sounds like a, like dude, a West fucking... West's guitar on chocolate cuts through everything, man. But I'm talking about like 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 the cleanness of it. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. that's a different thing. But guitar tone wise, like chocolate and significant are totally different. Mm-hmm. Like fucking chocolate, the like significant, it blends in more with the fucking elements of the song. You know, chocolate is just cutting through every fucking part of it. No, nah. like you know, so I and mean- then you you take that to fucking. Uh, unquestionable truth and gold cobra even those are totally different yeah so what do you think about these bro i thought they did it a lot better a few other times you know but yeah it, it sounds good but uh you know i wonder if this was the exact track track list that they played like in order no because... it's not, no it, it is if you listen to it straight through yeah you can hear like you know it it, it flows because pollution sounds a lot worse vocally than the last two songs. I don't know, man. Like I said, man, maybe he went backstage, you know, and got a little fucking like, ah, you know, it's intense. It sounds like pollution was like it sounds like pollution was the final fucking song of the night, and he was just fucking done. But for some reason, these two are fucking. He's high level screaming. Well, yeah. When you hear the last song, you'll know. <laughs> All right. What's next? This next one is uh nobody loves me. Okay. You got a fucking problem with me? I got one fucking thing to say. What's that? Shut up! Damn. We love you, friend. fucking feedback it seemed like i mean not really not on this end you know but i mean it's like a six minute fucking jam though yeah that one see i i do i definitely understand why fred was like we had to write significant other because these weren't working live like pollution didn't work live on here and that one sure as fuck didn't 
Like I don't, I don't think Ross fucking melded with them very well. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's why he got all pissy when when they said that he couldn't produce significant other. If he would have produced significant other, they would not have been successful. It would have been a significant flop. No, it might have done enough because three dollar bill was platinum. Eventually, it would have probably been another gold or platinum record. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been a ten million seller like significant other. Yeah, they wouldn't. No they wouldn't have been fucking you know living off of that fucking album for the rest of their life. Yeah. So that was all right. I mean, I'm not gonna listen to that again. No. You love that song. I love that song on the album. Yeah. No, it's a can good. You hear my, can you hear my fucking neighbor just got out the leaf blower? No, actually, I don't hear it. Okay, well you'll hear it in a minute. Let's uh, go to the next song. <laughs> next one is uh next one is Wicked. I guess everybody wants to cover Wicked. Okay. But here we go. How many of you motherfuckers like corn? <laughs> well this song right here is dedicated to Slayer and Ice Cube. Yo, what's up, New York? We got lost in green, and I got with the wicked. Stop in the dark, and I'll find that wicked. Hey, like you do, cause I got everybody jumping to the blue team. What the fuck was that all about? Holy shit, that was terrible. They did a Slayer riff with fucking. Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering, like, why the fuck did they just dedicate an Ice Cube song to Slayer? Yeah, what was that fucking? What the fuck? But that was that was totally pointless. Yeah, man, they mixed Slayer and fucking and. I mean, I'm not opposed to doing that kind of shit, but that was just, I mean, we already have the corn version of it. We don't need that. It just sounded like a bad fucking, like, like, oh, everybody wants to do Wicked because corn made it sound awesome. But. And you know what? I'll give Chino, Fred, and and given this is live, if it was a studio version, it'd probably be a lot better. But Chino did way better than Fred on this. Oh yeah, Fred sounds horrible. I mean, but I mean, I can understand it's live. Yeah, like you said, studio wise, and you know he's probably like winded and shit. You know, 
Yeah, and he's just fucking worn out, man. He's been touring for twenty days. Yeah, you keep adding you keep adding days on that, bro. i'm trying to give him some room here (laughs) now at the end of the podcast it's gonna be like yo he was torn for 50 days on the sauce fest man straight (laughs) Uh, this is uh pretty disappointing so far i'm not gonna lie Mm. i mean i loved thieves and fucking what was the second track i thought thieves sucked (laughs) i'm sorry I, i heard them played a lot better a bunch of other times and i like that and a lot and uh and in the studio i heard they killed it on thieves no that wasn't bad though but the, the next one is uh is everybody's favorite counterfeit all go. right you motherfuckers are out of control this song right here is dedicated to all the phony motherfuckers they want to show up at the show like a whole different fucking set of equipment they're using live i don't this can't be in order i don't know man but that sounds like a fucking dude i'm like wow that sounds just like the album but again um fred does sound when he's rapping he's losing breath a little yeah you know but that was fucking a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, that <laughs> that, that it, the sound of the guitar and everything was fucking perfect, bro. Yeah, man. Yo, I'll never forget. I saw there's this there was this clip of uh, Vinnie Paul. Yeah, talking. It was on VH1 Classic, and he was talking about Limp Biscuit and watching Limp Biscuit, and he said, "I'd never seen a reaction to a crowd like that." And we're talking about Vinnie fucking Paul. <laughs> yeah, come on, man, Pantera, dude. But he was saying Limp Bizkit at fucking Ozfest '98, yeah, fucking stole the whole shit. Wow, 
That's so even though it, it might not be connecting, listening to it. If you were there, yeah, they didn't feel they, they didn't feel hate fucking pound limp biscuit. Like they didn't feel fucking say he didn't like that rap metal shit. I'm sure he did, but you know, Vinny and Dime were cool with everybody. They were literally cool with Chad Kroger and Nickelback. So yeah, the, the Vinny, Vinny and Dime were like, "Yo, we like everything, bro. Stop being a pussy and just admit it. <laughs> you like yeah, it, just ride with Phil it." Was always, Phil was always, you know, he's the tough guy, so he's got to be like, oh. and you know, he probably d- didn't like that shit, no. but probably because there was rapping in it, and he, we know how he feels about the blacks. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We won't get into that. We won't get into that on here, but yeah, we 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 know um, you're still a homie, Phil. But uh, you said I mean, some, I love you. You can never take away what Phil and Samo did, but fucking yeah, I have said some stupid shit. <laughs> but yeah, we all did. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, you know, he's just you know, I don't know, I don't know. He's pretty, he did some pretty stupid shit. No. Nah. Well, the next. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That killed. That killed. I'm I'm back in. Yeah, well, you, I think you're gonna jump out after this one, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. What is this? It? Is uh, fuck the Spice Girls. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You might as well give yourselves a fucking hand on that one. Yeah. All you motherfuckers that made it down to the front, and all you crazy motherfuckers up in the back. Word. You know what? What? I gotta take a fucking shit. Oh. Pretty bad. <laughs> Stand on this toilet. Word. I'm not feeling too good. Let it out, bro. Ooh. Oh. That wasn't anything. It sounded wet. Let me try it again. Oh, that sounded wet. Oh. Oh, look. I shit it out of Spice Girl. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! He's got jokes. I think I'm gonna flux this fucking whore right down the damn toilet. <laughs> damn! Stupid fucking whore. They probably dissed him. The Spice Girls are a bunch of fucking hookers, <laughs> and they should get fucked by everybody. Damn! I think I gotta take another shit though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Damn. That sounded wet. Let's try that one more time. Oh, holy shit. Look, I shit out the Hanson twin. <laughs> How many of you motherfuckers like these little homosexual Hansons? You think I should flush this little bastard? Well, it's on. Fuck the Spice Girls and fuck Hanson. This- Yo. Move on. <laughs> Yo. Talk about toilet humor, bro. Yo. Well, he fucked up one thing, though. He said the Hanson twins, and it's actually three. The Hanson triplets. Yeah, but, but, but I will say this, man. That was pretty douchey, uh, but hilarious. And what is it? All the Spice Girls, she, they're all fucking hookers, and then she get fucked. But, but you got you to gotta be honest. That's a that's a easy that's 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 easy, bro. Because you're in front of fucking Ozfest crowd. They're, of course they're gonna be like, yeah. Well, now if you would have said fuck Lemmy, and to like that would whoa, be taking a risk. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You better pick your fights, bro. Pick your battles, dog. Pick your battles. That would be that would be picking a fucking that would be standing up and fucking being 
truly edgy. But fucking saying Spice Girls and Hanson to a metal to a metal crowd, come on. Yeah, true. I mean, it was it was it was fucking too easy, bro. Too easy. Way too easy, bro. Fucking way below the belt. Easy. But but I will say I I, I do enjoy some douchey humor every now and then. It was funny. Like- it was, it, it was funny. It was funny. Oh, shit. I shit it out a Spice Girl, y'all. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if that would fly today, bro, the way the motherfucking, you know, cancel fuck fucking. I, I still say fuck the Spice Girls. That's fucking terrible music. I love them. Well, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Well, tell but me what you want. Again, I'm not, a, I'm not into pop music, so it's not for me, you know. Uh, I, I mean, we, we covered the Spice Girls in the punk band, Hudson County Scumbags, but uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want to, that's a that's a way to get laid, you know. Because every every girl likes the Spice Girls. So if you play something they know, you know, get a little attention. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friend. Shit, be like, oh, I gotta get with your friend too. (laughs) That's like the corniest fucking shit, you know. But so was Fred with that fuck the Spice Girls shit. So he probably tried to get with the Spice Girls. <laughs> Why, he did. Fucking two years later, he'd be fucking crying about Britney Spears. Yeah, that that's coming up, bro. When we fucking do that album, that's coming up. <laughs> All right, now, what, what does that that track lead into? Uh stuck. Here we go. This is uh stuck. This is the motherfucking Ozfest, and this song right here is dedicated to all the greedy fucking whores in this world. Oh. As you all can see, I'm the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen right now. Probably. And don't fucking forget it. What? You motherfuckers in the back better start a riot. And all you motherfuckers... What happened? Hold up. up. Yo. Now, we talk about... uh, When I hear the word misogynist. Oh my god, he's such a misogynist. Bah, bah, bah. Like, I fucking hate that. But right here, man, like, he's just like, yo, fuck these girls I never even met. They're all whores and should be fucked by everybody. (laughs) This is dedicated to all the fucking whores. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. It's good he calmed down a little bit on the next album. (laughs) I think he he was at, like, 40 shows right now, bro. I don't know, man. I mean, what's wrong with whores, dude? I used to be the same way, but I'm very pro-whore. Yeah, I bet you you they were all in his fucking uh bus waiting from after the show yeah, dude, what are you talking about dude <laughs> yeah. oh, i had to interrupt for that and i you know not to sound like a fucking bitch but you no. know <laughs> this is this is actual misogyny right here <laughs> oh here we go bro wait till you hear the next song after this but i get it too because horse can be a pain in the ass no oh, wait till you hear the next one after this bro we're gonna go with the stuck still here we go the front better rip the seats up come on get your groove on like this psycho female blowing up the phone line you need to tighten that screw it's been loose for a long time damn i've been slammed with some bad luck 
And I guess our job goes to let loose with the 30 on freestyle label. I start on my profile. Must be all the madness. You and all your tactics. Put the full my cash. Gotta make the pocket super fat. Hey, I'm a humble man. Kicking out my tails like a t- I'm a sticker like a stick to this business. Comes with all the business. I get paid to take the microphone. Slay the stage. Stay away from all the pros in my band. All the fans. All the friends with the cash coming in. Or I'll be slamming them balls through the wall. The ink on my flesh in the air. Podcast. Obviously, people know we fucking love Limp Biscuit. Yeah, but Wes Borland's backup vocals are hysterical. Uh, stuck, stuck. It's like someone trying to sound like a death metal guy. It's fucking- <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. Um, again, that's a lot of bars for Fred to be doing, and the the amount that he runs around and fucking gets people hype and and. It's just it's it's like Rob Zombie. It's too many words, so that's why you know the shit on Significant Other just works so much better, man. Because it was less words. It was just simple. He's trying to be a real MC here, you know, and that's fucking hard to do when you're when you're fucking jumping around and running around fucking for forty five minutes. Yeah, exactly, bro. That's why you know hip hop is boring. You see a lot of especially a lot of technical rappers. Man, they gotta stand in one spot. You know what I mean? I'm talking like fucking. I mean. It's very a Buster Rhymes is very rare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone like Buster Rhymes who has a thousand words a minute is fucking running all over the place and hitting them like nothing. Yeah. That's very rare, man. And Frank can't do that. I thought the song was awesome. No, it sounded it sounded good, but you know. Rough. Rough rough in the I love the hook. The hook sounded fucking great when he's screaming. Yeah. But the, the, the verse was, I'm an MC, bro. I got to break it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was. It, was it, it must be. It, it must be broke. I hear you. Psycho female blowing up the phone line. Well, you need to tighten up rules. They've been loose for a long time. Damn, I've been slaying with some bad luck. Now, so I'm gonna break it down. now try doing that after fucking 50 shows and running around like a maniac. Yeah, bro. And again, that flow is like, uh, if you if if y'all motherfuckers don't know who uh, Funk Doobie is, Sun Doobie is go check them out. They were they were like uh their soul assassins, Cypress Hill crew, DJ Muggs, all that shit. Nah. And Fred is so influenced by those guys. Like it sounds it, the, the more you listen to it, you're like, man, he was just fucking trying to do funk dubious. Or maybe he wanted to be in the soul assassins. Funk were... doobie. You know me. But we got two more tracks left. This uh next one is uh like I said, this next one is called uh Show Yo Tits. Okay, so that goes into the last track. The last track. The last track is Faith. Oh shit! Okay, let's go. Let's just play go. it right into it. <laughs> 
need to ask for some crowd participation. I want to know how many of you fine-ass women I could get up here on my stage right now. Come on down, baby. Ooh, me, 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 me. If you think you're fine, bring your shit up. If you think you're fine, give me that wine. Let's get some girls up here, right here. Right here in the front. Let's get some fucking women up here, motherfucker. Bring up that, bring that girl, bring her up. Bring her mom. Bring her mom? Bring them all, he said. <laughs> get that dude off the stage. Damn, get the dude off the stage. Come on, all you other girls are chicken shit. What's up? Bring it up here. Let's go. <laughs> what are you Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now he's getting upset that women aren't coming to the stage after he spent 40 minutes screaming horror. Bro, man, he just did like 100 shows, bro. Man, he's confused. <laughs> <laughs> No, I get, I definitely, I definitely get why people have a douchey image of Fred Durst because he did shit like that, you know. It's like one minute he's calling women horrors, and the next minute he's like, "Come up on stage, man, get off of here, I women thought, only." What are you, chicken shit? I thought he was like, "You, you and your moms, bring your moms." I was like, "What? Bring your moms? <laughs> no bombs, no, no, no bombs, no bombs, bombs. Get off the stage." And then you got that one guy, one guy. Get that guy out of here. <laughs> Like, yo, damn, that's the motherfucker that probably bought your album and shit. <laughs> that's the only true fan there. <laughs> Man. All right, let's keep going. All right, here we go. All right, you motherfuckers. Let's hear it for all the local ladies. You know, let's see the whole crowd. Come on. Show your tits. Show your tits. <laughs> and then what's he doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what, man? God, dude, that was the douchiest thing I've ever heard, dude. <laughs> they probably didn't know that was going to happen. Wow. Uh, I'm speechless right now, dude. <laughs> oh, it's Ozfest, man. <laughs> And, and and we got to but this is 1998, so it's not like you know. I mean, that's always been a douchey thing, though. Oh, I mean, that was typical <laughs> you know? back then, bro. But all right, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it was douchiness was way more typical in 1998, I guess. All right, let's get into it. Bro. All right, let's awesome. go. <laughs> Fucking ass. It's not working. Well, let this guy stay. He's cool. I know this guy. Hey, it didn't work. It didn't work, but that's all right. I want to let all you fellas know out there, I've already told you before, but the reason we're miserable is because of these fucking ladies right here. It's always the woman that's going to bring it down. So I want all you fucking crazy people to leave here tonight with a little bit of faith. <laughs> I guess it would be nice 
if I could touch your body I know not everybody Has got a body like me But I gotta think twice Before I give my heart away Cause I know all the games you play Cause I play them too Oh, but I need some time off From that emotion Time to pick my heart up off the floor When that love comes down Without devotion Wanna take some strong that baby But I'm showing you that door I gotta What happened? Giving you the blues? Shit is trash, bro. Did you hear his voice crack right there on the second verse? No, man. It's like 150 fucking shows, dude. What do you expect, man? <laughs> We're at 150 now. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lot of shows, bro. <laughs> that is a lot of shows, bro. You know what? I'll give it to him. <laughs> you know, the troopers, man. The troopers. Yo, then he told, what did he say right before they went into the song? Like, he berated the chicks. He's like, see, all these women up here, they're the problem. <laughs> yeah. You got to have faith, guys. You got to have what faith. What a fucking psychopath. Yeah, but if and then he, they go into a face. <laughs> but he flipped it, bro. I like it. He flipped it, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, maybe, I mean, I mean, maybe if they would have showed their tits, you know, they'd have been like, yo, man, you got to have faith, bro. There's good things happen to people. I mean, look, I'm not judging him now, but like, that's fucking, hey, hold on, hey, and, you know, he probably, that's probably, all, that's probably all just stage shit. Two for Tool and Ozzy, motherfucker. Oh. So, um. Ugh. Can I say they must have headlined over your boys Megadeth because they said stay tuned for Ozzy and Tool? Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. Uh, Dave Mustaine was talking was talking shit about Limp Bizkit in that period. Hmm. Hello? I'm here. I'm here. What the fuck was all that? What? I said, hmm. Oh, did you hear what I said? Yeah, you said that uh, they were beefing with Megadeth back then. Yeah, fucking Dave Mustaine was talking mad shit. Like, this just sucks. <laughs> so he probably just didn't shout him out. Like, what is he oh. going to fucking shout out Dave Mustaine for? True. True. Imagine if you were to shout out, hey, man, you know, I know you guys want a Metallica, bub, but you got Megadeth coming up next. Oh, dude, that would have seen that, but that would have been something that would have been something witty to say. <laughs> but he could be instead. He couldn't think of anything. So he just totally just fucking didn't even say nothing. Yo, I don't know. dude. That just turned me against Fred Durst a little bit, dude. That was fucking really that was douchey. That was douchey as fuck, dude. But that was 98, man. You can't get mad at 98. I know. I know. No, no, no. I, I love Limp Bizkit. I don't care. But that was real, dude. I've never heard him say douchier shit than that. Hey, man. That was prime time, Fred, bro. First tour, Fred. <laughs> prime time, yo. That's peak red cap, man. Yeah, that was first tour, Fred, probably. That was before Pride Family Values. Yeah, so when I went to get my six feet under tattoo, I had, you know, a few different options for, you know, what I could spend. 
And uh, I wanted to get, you know, uh, the significant other cover on my arm. But that was, you know, way out of my price range. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when when I showed the chick, uh, she's like, oh, Limp Bizkit, what is that? And she started doing a bunch of research on Limp Bizkit. She's like, oh, they're a music group. Maybe I should play something. I'm just like, don't fucking (laughs) don't 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 do do it, baby. (laughs) And she was like, so, you know, she was like 20. If you are going to play something, don't play the first album you will not like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> play the other I, ones I was first. Just she was, I, I was afraid she was going to play Roll-In or Nookie. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. Hey, no, Tomatoes are fucking some of the classics. I would have been like, don't play the first <laughs> album unless you hear the second, third, and fourth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but overall, I'll give this a C, C, just a C, not a plus or a minus, just a, a steady C, a steady Seventy percent. I give it a maybe seventy. I give it a C plus because it was their first, probably the first major tour, you know, and you know nobody well, got no work tour. You know nobody got big budgets on their first major. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I guess that was their first major tour because that was before. I mean, corn, the corn. Tour. I mean, Slipknot said when they did fucking uh, when they did Ozfest, bro, they were fucking brown bagging it and shit, man. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was, you know, I enjoyed some of that. Uh, probably about half and half. Wait a minute, you know what I thought about, man? Maybe I'm not. Maybe oh. I shouldn't feel bad for them because uh, they were playing the second stage on like one of their first major tours. They didn't even go. Well, on yeah, the- because by '98, by '98, it was almost platinum already because of Faith. Nah, true, true. But yeah, but uh, what's next? What are we doing next? We're doing significant other. Yeah, next one will be a significant other, bro. We will get back to the albums and shit, man. Yeah, that, that, and then of course after significant, it's Woodstock '99, baby. Yeah, bro. You gotta get, yeah. you gotta break down those MP3s for me. Oh, the Woodstock. Yes, sir. Oh, I got you, bro. All right, so all right, man. That's episode. Next week, that's next- it. What? Go next ahead. week. Next week. God, mother fuck shit. Fuck. Eh, eh. Nothing. You ruined it, bro. I was gonna oh. say uh, same same bat time, same bat channel. Oh man, that's for our Batman podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is never gonna happen. <laughs> but fucking, I'll be unless, unless we only talk about uh, Jim Carrey's The Riddler and Danny DeVito as the fucking penguin. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but that was episode seven. Uh, you give it a C. I yeah. gave it a C plus. Um. Yeah, yeah. Next one is significant other. Hopefully, uh, Hector will be there for that one. I doubt it, but hey. you know, this went very, very smooth, man. You, you gotta have uh, faith, bro. We, have to, we 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 just have to have faith in each other to have to make a decision to fire Hector from the podcast. Hey, you gotta have faith, bro. You know, show your titties. Yeah, you know what? Fucking Hector is void of faith. Well, Hector, you know what he- I mean, Hector's got to show his titties. He's yeah. Yeah, he's got his. Yeah, exactly. Don't come out. All right, let's end it there. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later, brother. All right, bro. Peace. peace.